You're listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 194, where we're wrapping up uh, City of Lost Souls. Fuck, I lost it. Samba. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. My microphone got unplugged. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> My microphone came unplugged. <laughs> You know what? We're not even going to redo it. We're just going to leave that. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. There you go. Yeah. I I like to think that our listeners appreciate these little nuggets of uh, raw honesty. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yes. Fuck me. I can't stop looking at how awful my hair looks, and it's all I'm paying attention to, so I'm going to make it better. Oh, leave it like that. I look like a greasy naked roll net. No. Naked mole rat. Sorry, I got my words mixed up. (laughs) Same. You guys, I have some exciting news to share. We're so excited. And I want you to know that I went into my therapist's office and shared this news first off, and I said it exactly like this. Well... You know how you told me to practice saying no? I quit my job. (laughs) So happy for you. I put in my notice. Uh, Yeah. So I'm very excited. And like they tried to get me to stay. Like they wanted me to stay through December to like cover vacations. And I'm like, "Mm, no. Pass. Pass. Hard pass. I'm like, I gave you a two weeks notice. I'm only a part-time employee. If one part-time employee giving a two weeks notice crumbles your entire organization, that's a you problem, not a me problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Concur. Uh, But absolutely. I feel so much better and so free. Um, Obviously, I'm very, very lucky um, and privileged to be in a position where I can quit my job and take, like, a month off. Um, But, I mean, I do work part-time, so it's not a ton of... (laughs) I don't make a ton of money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And then, so I'm going to take December off to, like, recoup from the last two years of caretaking (laughs) and spend the holidays with my family and then January I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna do next whether I'm gonna get a job or start a business or run off into the woods I don't know we'll see (laughs) the latter please do the latter I would just have wi-fi one day a week I would like to become a bird lady that is one of my goals for before I hit 40 I would like to befriend either a flock of pigeons or a flock of crows whichever really wants me I'm open no way (laughs) I'm a little thirsty for the birds but that's okay you will be a Disney princess (laughs) I will I have plans Fantastic. Even if I have to hide bird seed in my pocket. <laughs> but birds? Feed the birds. Huh? Talk birds? No. No. You don't? They're I want birds to, like, bring me little... Awful. Little... Trinkets? Pretties. Well, because, like, I have my you. hummingbirds. And they love me. And we have, like, a whole family of hummingbirds. And I named them all. 
and I can tell them apart because I was gonna say, <laughs> can you? Because I, <laughs> yep, I I watch them that much. I'm only 35, guys. <laughs> you know what? Too bad I'm off my, the market. <laughs> <laughs> In my grandma, it was squirrels. Uh-huh. The squirrels in the neighborhood. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess well, I don't sit outside and smoke to, yeah. like, enjoy yes. nature. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that I did. Like, maybe I'll just pretend like I took up the the habit. Yes. I was going to say the hobby. <laughs> even when I'm not Just to smoking, get, what, 10 minutes usually? Even the one of many times that I have quit smoking, I still sit outside. I just, I would rather uh-huh. be sitting outside than be in my living room. 100% of the time. I don't know. Well, you probably have a really nice cozy setup out there too. Huh? I do. I have I've worked hard to make that my space. <laughs> yeah. When your but kid have, like, doesn't little... need you to like open muffin packages. No, right. my daughter's 15. She doesn't want anything to do with me most of the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's like, "What, mom?" <laughs> yeah. She's not that bad, but for the most part, she's like, "I'm listening to my music and like having enrichment time in my enclosure. Please leave me alone. <laughs> oh my God, I love her. Oh, so how's your guys' week been? My insides. Prep work? Who's uh, hosting? Me. Not me. Mm-mm. You? No, I get Christmas with the family. Yeah, you two are. Yeah. Well... I am stoked. I host because I made the conscious decision a couple of years ago that I just was too old to be running around to everybody else's place. I'm like, so you can either come see me or not, but this is what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Like my whole life, I've gone to like four Christmases. It's but you know, like, I don't want to do that anymore. Have you ever seen that movie, Four Christmases? Yes. Such a good movie. Yeah. They don't make movies like that anymore. I know. I know. It's a good one. I um I do like not having to drive around. That is fair. But mm-hmm. I have to clean my house for like three days before yep. and buy everything and prep it and cook it and then do all the cleaning after also. Yep. So there that I yep. mean there's give and take. Oh, it's it's a complete farce that we um that we convince ourselves that it's easier to do it at our house. It's just that yes. we get control of it. And so it makes us feel a little bit better about it. But the truth mm-hmm. is it's a thousand times more work. And you would always rather just have to deal with somebody else's bullshit for a day yeah. than spend three weeks prepping for <laughs> an event that you cannot wait to get people out of your house for. You know? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I, I mean- want to go to bed. <laughs> I don't mind the company late. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah, because you're a night owl. I am just like, Uh get here early. I told my brothers, I'm like, come whenever you want. You can come as early as you want. There will be food available for you to eat as early as you want. And you can snack and graze. And then we'll have dinner at like two or three. And then you can get the fuck out by the time I want to relax. (laughs) Yep. I, I just don't want to eat other people's food normally. Same. Like, okay. I, I'd rather eat my own cooking. Same. I don't have it in me yet to start really cooking again. You have little, little, though, still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't That's count. a different yeah. vibe. And it depends. It really is. And the biggest thing for me is figuring out nap time to be able to travel <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
that's the biggest obstacle that I face. Yeah, I, oh, I, I can't imagine trying to with two littles trying to mm-hmm. cook like a Thanksgiving dinner with like everything. Oh my, no. Any dinner. <laughs> no. Any dinner. <laughs> you know that thing where they stand in between you and the cabinet and they push your leg every time. I started making Thanksgiving for everybody when William was three. No, it's crazy. Mm-mm. Chaos. <laughs> Andy installed new weather stripping on our front door because I could feel the air coming uh-huh. through. And it must be too thick because Cassie just tried to leave and she literally had to put her foot <laughs> on the wall to pull the door open. <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We have one of those like under the door like things for okay. our front door because we have the same problem. Mm-hmm. Again, old house, we, you know, yeah. draft problem. I mean, mine's from the 90s, but still, <laughs> you know, same thing. But we do it underneath, but it gets stuck. Like, cause it, it like, we, if you, if you move, if you like open the door too fast, the momentum, it like sucks up underneath and you're like, ah, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Damn it, I opened my door too quickly. Exactly, I was too excited. <laughs> right. Too excited for the package on my porch because it's never going to be me right. too excited for company. I'd be like, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and when you leave, you just go through the garage. I mean. Well, yeah. Really. We are we are a garage household too. Mm-hmm. It's easier. It really is. Well, and I park in the garage because I'm spoiled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have the kids. <laughs> and Andy agrees because he's tried to come in with the kids before. And your arms are freaking full, yeah, you no. know, whatever. So I get Especially not your so driveway. Nice. Your driveway is so steep. It, it is. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Your doors always close when you get out and stuff. It's not even that steep, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, I want you to know that you look magnificent. Your hair remind right now like this length and like coloration. It, it's a little bit of a ba- like balayage or whatever. It looks like. Do you remember that guy, the man bun guy, the model, for a while? No, but go oh. on. Like yeah, please. Twenty twelve to like twenty fourteen. He was like okay. the it. His name was like Brock or something. He was like the it like man bun dude. Okay. I don't know, but um, your hair looks like his, and he has glorious hair. I just want you to know that. I don't have any more. This is, I don't have no more hair dye in my hair. For, like, it the first beautiful. time since I was, like, 12. Um, and I kind of was a little offended that somebody thought I was wearing a wig. But now that my hair looks like this, I could see them thinking that it was wig hair. <laughs> Did someone asked you that? Like, how mean is that if you were wearing a wig? No, Rude. it was like, you should just let them borrow, like, the wig you're wearing. Like, you have enough hair. Like, your extensions. Basically, give them some of your extensions. And I was like, no. There's, it's all. That is crazy. Coming from your, your whole head. You know what I would love to see? And I know this would be hilarious and probably, I want to see you with, like, small spiral curls. Like, like a. Uh, like a quarter inch or half inch yes. or something like, like Shirley that. Temple. Like I'm thinking like Bellatrix hair. Like I want oh, okay. to see how, cause it would be so big. Huge. Listen, I'm going to grow my hair out again mm-hmm. and fix the fucking chop job atrocity that it is right now. Mm-hmm. Cause it's awful. 
And once it gets passed, we'll do it. Okay. I will sit there and I will curl your hair for seven fucking hours while we marathon Harry Potter if I have to. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. It, it won't all fit up in a bun the right way. Like. Yeah. I'm. And now that's not damaged, it's getting greasy faster and I don't know how to live with my life. <laughs> that is the worst thing. I am experiencing the same because I'm also growing out my bleach. And so your whole, like, cause your hair texture obviously changes when you destroy your hair with something like bleach. And so it totally changes. And so I've been doing my hair like a person with normal hair, right? And then now I have to go back to my natural baby fine gets greasy with like a fucking stiff breeze. Like, <laughs> yep. same, obviously. I'm like, yes. I look like, I look like Filch. Like my hair, I have Filch's hair. <laughs> yeah. Just... Well, and at least your hair is lighter in color. So it's not as, I feel like it's not as noticeable. Books well, me. My thing is my hair, like my roots get darker uh-huh. when they're greasy. So you can uh, tell. And then I get stringy. So there's like no hiding it. It just looks, mm. and then you can see like bald spots because my hair is so thin and it just falls out yes. in clumps. Right here. <laughs> when I put my hair up when it's dirty. I'm like, oh, I got to like tease my hair to cover the bald spot. Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, and then when you're stressed out, like you lose more hair, right? Oh, right. I guess I never thought about that. Absolutely. And that might not be for everybody. For me specifically, when I'm stressed out, I lose like like chunks of hair like like a handful of hair and i'm like i'm gonna start paying attention you know when you like ball it up and stuff like it's like the size of a quarter on the shower door yeah and then you let it dry and then you yeah and so but lately i've been like fuck because usually it's like you lose all this hair and you're like but somehow my hair's still there like and it's still yeah, it's still regrowing it's, somehow. It's like, magically still not, like, it doesn't get super thin or whatever. You're just, like, I just yeah. shed, like, crazy. But I've noticed lately that, like, it's worse. So I'm, like, just trying my best to, like... You're just quitting your job. Put it in person. I'm losing hair over this, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I meant, like, because I think it's a combination of, like, stress, I destroyed my hair and like bleached it and dyed it like to the an inch of its life for two years mm-hmm. you know all of those things so I'm just trying to like just keep my hair like protected and like masked and nourished and not like fuck with it Good while it grows you. out it is very hard because the itch and the urge let me tell you how many times I have wanted to reach for that bleach <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's scissors for me. Oh, yeah. You're like, ooh. I missed um, an appointment a couple months ago, and uh, my stylist is very hard to get into, so I wasn't able to reschedule. So that's all this grow out, and my hair is too long now. Mm. Oh, well, this is fun. Aren't you guys all happy that you're listening to us? Complain? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get what you get during a holiday week, you know? So there it is there. 
my son, the only reason that um, I was able to get away with, um, it's a school day today for him, which is daycare. Um, earlier today was uh, to remind him that tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> my kids are out of school. Okay. Right. I didn't even think about that, about them being out today. Like all kids. Indeed, my daughter is also out. Although she was really, she was really upset that she didn't get Monday and Tuesday off too. She was pissed. Yeah. She's like, I have to go to school Monday and Tuesday. She goes, what happened to Thanksgiving break? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I don't kid. remember it ever being a real break. <laughs> I. I felt like it was a week when we were in elementary school, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it just felt longer. <laughs> Probably everything. Spending all that time with family. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, it's so funny to kind of like, you know, as the holidays come through and like, as a parent, you're like looking at creating that magic of holidays for your kids mm -hmm. and stuff. And then like, you think back, to like your childhood and holidays and stuff. It's just amazing how much it changed. Like, yeah, it's so different. Like we used to be like, I have like a big family on both sides. And so like, it used to be like constantly like, just like there was all these people and it was like this big thing and we all got together and just over the years, you know, everyone kind of branched off into their own yeah. things and you know, great grandparents passed away and then grandparents passed away and you know it gets to the point where you kind of all have your own things which you know change is inevitable like death and taxes mm -hmm. but yeah you know it's just kind of one of those things that you look at and you're like it makes you just cherish the moments that you have with your kids knowing that they are mm -hmm. also going to experience the same thing of life moving on and them having to like carve out their own families and stuff I, don't know. I know yeah and my my kids two of them obviously are adults and so now we have to start factoring in time mm -hmm. with um drew is in a long distance relationship so we don't have to worry about that yet um because she's not here but cassie mm -hmm. is in a relationship and so it's you know we have to not only carve out time for her to go to her mom's yep. at some point in the evening or them to go to their mom's. And then also she has to be able to spend time with her boyfriend right? if she wants to, which Thanksgiving isn't as big of a deal, but for Christmas she definitely will want to. Mm -hmm. So it's already happening. Yeah. I, and I hate that she has to go through that, you know? It's well, yeah. And I, because, you know, we know what it's like and we have a little yeah. something called empathy. Um, we try to be like, you know, because my brothers come and celebrate with us for holidays and stuff. But I try to be like, look, I don't care. Like, we're doing we do, we're doing it on Friday this year. Okay. And like, Thanksgiving has never been, like, the actual, like, holiday part. Like, that we, we it's just an excuse to get together and eat food, right? Like, yeah. we've never, yeah. I'm, we've never been super traditional that way. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like... I always tell them before all the holidays, like, you tell me when you guys are available and we'll work around it. Like, it doesn't matter to me what day we do it. And I want to be That's the great. least stressful stop on your guys's, mm -hmm. like, uh -huh. path. 
yeah that's my that's my goal for the future when it's not as important for dates and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well I mean yeah you've got little kids now so but when, when they're older mm-hmm. yeah because like I don't want to be that parent that's like you have to be here on this day and then like throw a fit because they want to go you know oh my god new girlfriend's family has this long-standing caroling tradition, you know, (laughs) and then like be an asshole about it. And like, obviously my brothers aren't my kids, but they are. (laughs) Uh So, Of course. But it's nice because they, I get to like fuck up with them first and then like get it right with Bryn. (laughs) Yes. Love that for you. I do. Definitely. So what do you guys say? We cut the chit chat and get into it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sounds great. Shall we start yeah. with questions from Lindsay? Um, our dearest. Our yes. dearest. Oh yeah. Oh, before we get started, the stickers. You should go over to our Instagram and vote for what stickers you like. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're gonna be putting together a sticker pack and hopefully, um, getting that to you guys soon. Yeah, we've had lots of, we have had traction responses or whatever, but we're going to leave it up a little bit longer just to. Yeah. Yeah. Marinate? Mm, I don't like Uh, that word. Yes, I like it. It's mostly just because I almost forgot. So that's why. (laughs) It's to give us more time because it's the holiday. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, all right. So our first question is, uh, these are from Lindsay. So the first question is, how do you think personalities slash trajectories would have changed if Jocelyn had actually killed Sebastian as an infant? Would it have changed anything with Valentine? That's a huge question. And yeah, yeah, I think it would have changed some things. Um, I think he'd be like pissed mm-hmm. and then that his experiment got fucked up. Yes. And then it makes you wonder. So for me, I would think, well, if, if Jocelyn killed Sebastian, would she have gotten pregnant with Clary? Would she, would she even have had Clary? Oh. Like, would she be here right. at all? Right. And if she was pregnant with Clary, would Sebastian have, or John Vitang had then put the demon blood in Clary because Sebastian's experiment was ruined and he had Jace? I think from, from, with the Valentine thing, I think Valentine, I, I don't think he would have like tried to redo, recreate what he did with, with Jonathan, Sebastian. I think. Yeah, don't, you can't say Jonathan. That's a far too confusing. Sorry, sorry, Sebastian. <laughs> I think he would have been relieved because I think as soon as John or as Sebastian was born, he was like, I I made a boo-boo. Like I fucked up big time. Right. <laughs> like I think he immediately knew that he had created a fucking problem. Um which is also why I think he treated him so much more poorly than Jason, pitted them against each other, and all those things that we've talked about before. I so I think he would have been relieved. But I also think that Valentine at that point, like, I don't know if if Jocelyn did that, I feel like Valentine would have used it to manipulate her to keep her. And 
at that time, Jocelyn was so, like, she would have been so fucked. Like, she was already fucked up. She would have been so fucked up after doing mm-hmm. that. And then knowing Valentine and how manipulative he is, I feel like he would have capitalized on that to keep her around. So it would have really just depended on, like, if there was anyone in Jocelyn's life that would have been able to, like, see through it. But I feel like everyone uh-huh. would be like, bitch, you just killed your kid. Yes. Well, and that's what we didn't really get, I feel like, unless I'm forgetting something, a whole lot of information about their relationship, Jocelyn and Sebastian, before, like, because he was a toddler, right, when mm-hmm. all this happened? Well, and no one... So we don't know, like, how did they, how did things and work? And no one else seemed to to have the, the issue she had with Sebastian. Like, no one seemed to be able right. to see the things that she was seeing, that she's like, this isn't a fucking real baby, this is a demon baby. And everyone else is like, you're mm-hmm. kind of losing your shit. So I don't know that that would have actually worked out well for Jocelyn. Right. Yeah. I mean, the world might have been a better place, obviously, but well, their world anyway. But then, but. then V-Tang would have been able to go unchecked, I think. Uh-huh. Right. Because she wouldn't have stolen the Mortal Cup and ran away. Well, yeah. And, and yeah. even if she tried, I think that people would, they'd try harder to find her if she murdered a baby. Right. Because okay, I think they'd that. be like, oh, yeah. she's crazy. And he would he would have still had the clout to kind of frame the narrative. Mm-hmm. It could give him a victim thing. Yeah. Like he would play into that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would. I don't think it would deter him from like his end goal. Right. Like I, I get it would uh-huh. just be like, okay, let's move on to the next one. It is right. crazy to me thinking how he knew like something was wrong with mm-hmm. Sebastian and yet he literally put him in the worst case scenario to tap into all of those awful qualities. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially from someone that hates demons, like or at least downworlders. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. See, to the not thing try is for me, the shadow hunter side of him. I don't know if I, I I purposely did not read through any of these questions because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be more whatever. So if I'm mm-hmm. stepping on something, sorry. But, uh, and I don't know if we've talked about this or not because my brain is fuzzy. I don't think V-Tang really has anything against Downworlders. I feel mm-hmm. okay. like it's kind of like a Voldemort situation. Mm-hmm. I'm re- you, you got to explain yourself. I'm sorry. I'm in Harry Potter happens. right now. Where it's like, <laughs> I know... That these awful people that are fucking dirtbags don't like downworlders. So yep. I'm going to try to grab them by saying I also don't like downworlders because oh, it's a means okay. to an end to get what I want. And these are the people that are going to follow me. So, okay. So what is his ultimate goal then? Because was it just power? Yeah. Well, it's his goal, really? I think it's, really? it's basically like he wants the shadow hunters to come out of hiding. And be like oh. the superior race is shadow right. hunters. Is his and like so just let humans be aware of them. Like we're the saviors. Uh huh. And we're like because so like to me like if I was thinking in his hierarchy like and I could be off base here, but mm-hmm. it would be like Mundies would be at the very like demons and then Mundies and then warlocks and then like I feel like okay. they're at the bottom. 
I mean, I know it's like V Tang. I know V Tang's like issues with like he had the issues with the um, werewolves because of his dad and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I think you're right that he saw this as something that he could use to capitalize on. I think he was probably a, a true believer when he was young. And I think as he got older, he started kind of um, letting those principles that he had started with, his justifi- his the beginnings of his justification for what he was going to do, he started kind of letting those kind of fall by the wayside because by the end, he's mm-hmm. like got an army of demons and, you know, all uh-huh. that stuff. It's well, like the he's... deterioration of the villain. It's easier for him to justify what he's doing also mm-hmm. by making them, like, less than. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I can trick this warlock kid into summoning a greater demon and then just yep. sacrifice him and murder him because he's not really a person. Mm-hmm. Right. And that I do, like... Uh-huh. And, like, I do, like, I think it starts with the werewolf thing. Like, I don't think that was, like, that's the thing. And I don't know if we've gotten into it or how spoilery it is or whatever. But, like, I don't think that was the start of the circle. Right. And the reason, like, I don't think it was important. That happened to him. He's vindictive. And then he's like, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can I, like... Because okay. I, I think that his main group, and I know this is off base from City of Lost Souls, but we're talking about it, Maris... Robert, mm-hmm. I was going to say Clary, but Jocelyn, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucian, Luke, whatever. I think he Michael, won those yeah. people by, like, the nat 20 charisma. Okay. And then, like, weaving, like, I know this information about you, and I'm going to hold it over your head and, like, are you going to be loyal to me sort of thing once he gets there. Mm-hmm. But and so, but then after when he needs all the big followers, it's like, how can I get more people? I cannot wait for us to read Ghost of the Shadow Market because there uh, no. is such juicy beating shit in there. The whole thing is the juice. That's still I I so as good. you know, I re-listened to starting from mm-hmm. City of Lost Souls. I went all the way through. That is still my favorite book. Okay. My hands are down on the table. That is still it. Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Any more thoughts on that one? No. No? All right. Yeah, I agree with everything. I mean, I, 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 just a, obviously it's not the same question, but I just someday, maybe, I'd love to hear more about V-Tang's family and, like, why are you this way? Right? You know? I want a V-Tang backstory. Anyway. That's a backstory I want. Yeah. Although, Lilith's backstory would be way better, I think. That would be epic. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. Like, I want to see, like, kind of, like, in the same vein as, like, a, like a Magnus Chronicles or the Bane Chronicles or whatever. Like, uh-huh. I want to see, like, just, like, blinks of history. Like, what the fuck has Lilith been up to? What evil shit? I want to see yeah. how she played behind the scenes. In things that we didn't know and i want to see have you guys still not read the bane chronicles either? i have not no. no yeah um i want to see how she hooked up with benny okay. <laughs> <laughs> i need to know benny um uh, this is not related 
but we've already decided this is a chaos episode anyway. Always. Yes, definitely. I'm literally eating. Say? It's Midnight Sun, I'm crocheting. Right? That's uh -huh. the name? The mm -hmm. Twilight thing? It's Midnight Sun, right? Mm-hmm. I want that with Hermione through the Harry Potter books. Oh, my God. Especially because she's always, like, she's she's not always there. She's in the library. She's doing other stuff. Like, I want to know what she's doing. Third well, year? Where she's taking, like, nine classes? Yes. And every, I just want to know what she's doing. Like, all the juicies, like, I want to know more about Crown. Tell me everything. Fan fiction. She's sneaking off to meet with Draco. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is the fan fiction that follows canon and is like secret canon. <laughs> like so there's it's so good. Okay. Because uh -huh. you you know big events are coming up and so you're anticipating them, but you're looking from a different perspective, so it's exciting to it's still new, but it's comfort mm -hmm. characters, so I don't oh. I don't have to risk I, like I know I'm gonna like them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to our next question. Jace keeps thinking he's getting family back and then losing them all, all over again. His uh, V-Tang daddy, his biological father, his quote-unquote sister, his quote-unquote brother, his quote-unquote mom with Jocelyn. How do you think this influences his character development? <laughs> well, Jace is sad boy. A sister. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think he was super broke up about not having a sister. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. I just, I, I mean, I think that it just, it keeps, it just adds to his lack of self-worth. Um, Jace is one of those characters that has um, a lot of charisma. I mean, he's got he got a lot of riz, right? Um, and he covers up um, his incredible insecurities and fear of failure and that self-loathing that he has because he blames i mean up until he found out v-tang was v-tang and not really his dad and all that he blamed himself for his dad's death he didn't do enough he could have been better he could have saved him yada 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 all this and then that made him not like hold the lightwoods at you know arm's distance and then when he started kind of letting them in a little bit more than that thing mm -hmm. that all got sh shaken up and stuff. So I think that it just added and that is Jace's character arc is all of these things happening and him not getting the proper support um, and not having the emotional maturity to be able to like process and understand that like just because bad things happen to him doesn't mean he's a bad person. Um, and internalizing all mm -hmm. of that, he didn't have that. And so his whole character arc, I think, throughout the series is just him learning through watching Clary and having her support and allowing Alec and Izzy in. Him kind of understanding that, oh, so I get to decide 
where I'm worthy because all the adults in his life have failed him repeatedly. And so (laughs) it took him growing up enough and surrounding himself with people who, while they weren't older, so they weren't giving him that, like, warm and fuzzy. Like, when an older person, when you're young, tells you something positive or whatever, it means more. It carries a heavier weight. It feels more authentic, right? When you're when your friends are trying to tell you those things when you're not ready to hear them or you're not ready, you don't understand how to process those things. Um, it's not as uh, effective. And so, mm-hmm. um, at least subconsciously, right? Like you might actively listen to your friends more than your parents, but it doesn't sink in as much as when you hear it from someone who's older. Um, okay, mm-hmm. And so I think this is just him growing up to an age and a maturity enough for him to understand that the adults in his life don't know everything. And maybe that's not what he needs. Like, those aren't the people he needs to seek approval from. And finding Mm -hmm, out where to, to, like, what his moral, his internal compass how he can be settled with himself to be happy with himself instead of trying to prove himself to other people um i don't know if i answered the question honestly (laughs) i mean i think it affected his character up until it didn't which is kind of like what you're saying like even because when i first was thinking about i'm like well like now going into this book he's accepted like Maris is your mom. Like, mm-hmm. these are your, this is your family. Well, family here. It's Olive Garden. The Institute <laughs> is Olive Garden. But the second Maris found out he was Vitang's son, she kicked him the fuck yeah. out. Like, yeah. Well, and she also didn't treat him the same, obviously. Yep. I mean, the singing at night thing and stuff like that. And yeah, and it's like, it, it, again, these books are weeks long. Mm hmm. Right. I mean, the I think the furthest we've gone in time is the epilogue of City of Lost Souls. I think that is the furthest amount of time we've had. Mm-hmm. Literally, is just in the epilogue. Uh-huh. So, it was it's still a fresh wound, but I think him and not that Jocelyn. I don't think Jocelyn and Clary obviously have the best relationship. We've talked. Mm-hmm. We have buried that, and we will always keep talking right. about it. But I think he likes Clary with Luke. Clary with Simon. Simon with Luke Mm -hmm. and seeing those interactions and even Alec with Magnus like all I think Jace's relationship with Magnus and Jace's relationship with Luke shifted something for him those Mm -hmm. are the only two adults that he has met in his life who have not let him down who have remained steadfast and whatever Jocelyn Obviously, when we thought Jace was Jonathan, yada, yada, whatever, Jocelyn's, like, immediate and unwavering rejection of him without even anything, I think that Mm -hmm. did more damage to him than he will realize until later. Like, I don't think... I think he... It confirmed to himself that he felt like he was unwanted, it confirmed all of those things he felt about himself, and I think it mm-hmm. hit deeper and harder than he would have liked to admit. And then his time with Sebastian afterwards, and 
being able to see the similarities while he did see the differences he's like no this guy's evil and it did help him in some okay. ways there are other things about sebastian that are similar to jace that i think are the things that he hates about himself the most and those are the mm-hmm, things absolutely. that beating instilled in both of them mm-hmm. well and I, we didn't really at least that I can remember. Obviously, I have a, a short memory when it comes to this shit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, I feel like we didn't get much of a reaction from him when Amatis mm-hmm. got switched over, like, when she ha- was forced to drink from the cup. Like, she's kind of gone now. Yeah. Right? So, like... And I would also was, think... I don't know. I feel like that's the only family he had. I would also I mean, think Luke? that would be... No, Jace... Because of her Jace. connection with Steven. Okay. Oh, but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess my thing with that is Jace was like Sebastian up when it happened. Yeah. So like, of course, he didn't have any emotion yeah. about it. And I don't. So maybe we didn't get his reaction, yeah. really, because it was that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I will say, that though, time. I am kind of thankful for the way things played out. If Clary had not betrayed Jace and got Sebastian to get him back under I think Jace would have blamed okay. himself more for what happened than if that had not happened and he had just stayed possessed the whole time. I think he would have blamed himself more if he had stayed possessed the whole time. This, the whole way things went down, gave him the opportunity, even though he didn't blame her, it gave him the opportunity mm-hmm. to set aside the guilt for what happened as not his fault. Because he tried uh-huh. to do what he thought was the right thing. So I, I, I think that kind of saved him a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, all right, next question. Lilith links Jason Sebastian in a ritual that almost parallels the pair-bro-tie bond. Cassandra Clare seems to include many of these similar but different storylines in her books. Uh, what other parallels did you notice? Um, and are they meant to inform bigger messages to the reader? And then in parentheses, Clary's best friend Simon is in love with her, and she doesn't know Jason, Alec, Jocelyn, Luke, yada yada, etc. Robin, you go. The trope, dude. Um, I have to think. Maybe I should have read <laughs> questions beforehand. Oh, my voice squeaked. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did. I didn't realize that was your voice. Well, okay. <laughs> Not necessarily in this book, but she's okay. doing the same thing. Like the Jason will have that same character too, where it's like, nobody likes me. I'm a bad person. I did all these bad things. Blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. Will has Jem, which yeah. is nice to kind of help like balance him out. And I don't think up until this time point, Alec did that as much for Jace as Jim did for Will. But I think Uh part of that is because Alec has more responsibilities. He has Izzy, he had Max, he has his parents and stuff. They're not both just like, we're both orphans. This is all we have is each other sort of thing. Like you, you know after all this time always whatever anyway mm. i don't think they were he 
Alec didn't have that because of the other, you know, he has Izzy and stuff. Um, I think that, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think that is a similarity that she's using in there is that same sad boy. Uh huh. <coughs> yeah. And then, of course, the love triangle, which I don't think that's what, exactly what she's talking about. But there's always the love triangle. Right. There's always that. Yeah. 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 I think... Um, I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of how to answer it. Well, I don't know. I've been sitting here the whole time thinking. I, don't I know feel like I that. noticed these things as we're like going through chapter by chapter, more so than from uh-huh. a bird's eye view. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a bigger message. Mm-hmm. I think that it's kind of like it's it's worked well. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And yeah. so yeah. I'm gonna do it again. Uh-huh. Right. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> and some of those things, I wonder. Like, obviously, you don't want to. I don't know. Like, how much of herself is she putting into these books? Like, is this mm-hmm. a situation that she's dealt with in real life that had a big impact on her mm-hmm. and it's like number one kind of like I'm going to say the wrong word cathartic mm-hmm. to write it out uh-huh. yeah, and live it sort of thing because I don't know I feel like th- this is probably off topic mm-hmm. but I feel like if it was just like I'm going to write this to make money like mm-hmm. love triangle sells this thing right. sells whatever yeah. I don't know if it would have as much heart Mm-mm. in it as it does so right. I like it it would feel more off brand yeah although I don't know her backstory and don't want to say this is something that happened to her I would be interested right. to know I, if there's a parallel in her life I will okay. also offer a less profound um but another perspective um from someone who you know who's an author who writes sometimes mm-hmm. there's a trope or a situation where you have multiple ideas for how you want it to go. And sometimes we don't want to choose just one. So we just have the same scenario with different characters with different things happening. Right. <laughs> like the yeah. different end result. <laughs> so there is also those things. Because, I mean, I know as a writer, I have some of my favorite tropes. There are certain moments that I really like. Um, whether it's like the full thing or not but like you know uh-huh. like i don't like everyone loves a like a, a like an enemies to lover whatever like right uh-huh well and is this um sort of like a universe thing obviously this is the only like i obviously am not really into is it this is fantasy right uh-huh. is that what this is considered uh-huh. fantasy stuff so like this is not my genre of expertise is a parabroti bond like that sort of canon in this I mean series or well in this series yes you know so in this genre I, I wouldn't say that yeah, there's thank like you. Genre. it's like a super like tropey thing I think soulmates are a much more or like mates of some sort are a much more tropey right. thing okay. that you see in fa- in like fantasy romance which is what I would mm-hmm. Describe like this would be like YA fantasy romance to me, right? Um, but 
like magical bonds are certainly not unheard of. Okay, so maybe she was just trying to really include that, and this was a really good way well, I, to do I it. Think that, but I never really put that together, the similarities of all I of think that. the Parabrotai thing, that's, like, a cool, original, like, world-building thing. Um, uh-huh. And then using that... I think the reason that the Sebastian thing, like, she drew from that is because in the wor- in world that's like the most powerful some of the most powerful magic they have right is mm-hmm. connecting these two people together so i think in world what the logic of like what lilith did you can't just create magic out of nothing right there has to be like mm-hmm. it has to be rooted in something so in world lilith like basically bastardized something like a you know spell whatever to to look similar to like have those similar similarities so it makes sense in world instead of creating something completely different Uh there's like that connection so it feels more lived in the you know well and i think it's one of those things like that's a very fleshed out you you know the whole ceremony you know the rules around it you know Mm -hmm. everything about it like that's a very like we know and either the idea from that is drawn up from some research on, you know, because it's not like, like, there are, in these books, there's lots of, there's, you know she's researching, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, not right. everything's just kind of pulled out. Some of this stuff is taken from, you know, ancient civilizations, mm-hmm. the Bible, other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and so right. I think having like, that. I'd never heard of, like, Nephilim. That's a thing. My son knew all about Nephilim. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're, never heard they're in the Bible, before. I think. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's. I no, I don't know. Never read the Bible. I don't read books over here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I agree. She has to be doing research, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was, you know, I I like your idea on that. She's just like something. Yeah, I yeah, could see them. I agree. And I could see Lilith doing that. Mm-hmm. To further, just be like, "Fuck you guys." Well, again, you, you have something right. cool. Again, as we said before, Lilith is the best villain, and and yes, she's smarter she than all the other is. villains. Uh huh. Yes. And so, yeah, of course she would do so. She's also a little vindictive. Like that feels like something she would. She'd be like, ah, oh, hmm, you love that so much. Uh-huh. I want to fuck with it. <laughs> and I, I feel like yeah. Lilith would be like, I could do this easier, but I'm not going to because I want it to hurt more. Right. I want that. And I also want to be able to say that I did it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look what I can do. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we failed answering that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a three out of ten. Yeah. We put our own spin on this shit, you guys. That's what we're good at. Maybe I'll be thinking late at night and have a better answer, and I'll let you know. Right. (laughs) Shower thinking. (gasps) So, next question. And these are, this is the last question from Lindsay. Uh, Raphael is the biggest frenemy. His warning to Simon about coming to war, uh, about a coming war, and to keep his mark of Cain is very foreboding. Now that Simon is no longer, no longer has the mark, do you think Raphael will keep his word and be the first to try to kill Simon? How will this warning play out and what will protect Simon now? 
Not his personality. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I forgot about that little tiff between the two of them. So, yeah, that is interesting. Is the next storyline with them going to be him just attacking him and someone has to defend him? There's obviously got to be some reason that Raphael doesn't come and just kill him. Because what does he care? I guess there's laws, right? He can't just kill someone for no reason. I don't know if it would count because Simon is a vampire and they're able to kind of administer oh, yeah. their own justice, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I think to an extent. Right. So someone will have to, there's going to have to be a reason if we want Simon to stay. Yeah, I think vampire maybe law. maybe he will. Because they get to self-govern. And uh-huh. then uh-huh. what they're governed off of is basically, they're like, they're self-governed, but they have like, the clave is like the, the I don't, I guess the federal government. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like they're the state and the, and the, the so they like, the clave still is like, we still make rules about how you interact with other people, but like what you do amongst yourself is your business. Well, especially now that there's an actual council with Downworlders on right. it, even more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, and it's like Maureen, for instance, at the end of the book, we find out that yeah. she's taken over for like, she's not going to get hunted down for killing Camille. No. And she's not going to allow Simon to be hunted down either. Exactly. Right? So there's a different, there's a different governing in charge because so technically Raphael is submissive to Maureen uh-huh. yeah, as because it now, yeah. exactly so I don't I, I don't know if she's going to let him murder him to right. answer the question this is so great because I don't remember <laughs> I, I think I, I think that as much as Raphael talks I don't think he has any intention of actually killing Simon um, yeah, I, I think it would be it would be too much of a headache for him. It would cause him too many problems, and he knows that. Too much pain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, because it's like, now is he really? Maureen, sorry, oh. I'm talking over you. What? I just agree. Like, is he really gonna fuck up? Like his like that would get Clary would get mad. Jace would get mad. Mm-hmm. Alec would get mad. Magnus would get mad. Magnus is like his best friend, even though he doesn't want to admit exactly that Magnus right. is one of his best friends. Like, does he want Magnus all that? Is like everyone's best friend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think... Mine too. I don't think that Raphael is actually, was ever actually going to try and kill Simon. Um, but I do think that even though the clave technically can't, won't go after Maureen for killing Camille, I don't think anybody is going to be okay with Maureen being the head of the clan because they're already searching for her because she's, like, not following the rules and, like, being crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I think if anything happens, Raphael's going to, like, join up to, like, battle against Maureen because she must be stopped. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's I think she's already, yeah, she's already, it. like, marked herself as, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you done fucked up. That Which, okay... I'm going to be really honest here, okay? Mm-hmm. My thought process when I was talking was to say the Clave isn't going to come after Maureen because she killed Camille. Uh-huh. They're going to come after her because she is murdering a bunch of people. Yep. <laughs> but Amanda interjected like, oh, yeah, about Simon. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. What you're saying makes sense. But that was not where my thought was going. Mm-hmm. So we were building that together. 
But I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't think so. And the other thing with Raphael is I don't think he knows how to ask for anything nicely or stay pleased or do whatever, which we love to love. Right. Um. So I, I think that's kind of his way of like, okay, well, I can't just ask you. Like, I have to try to find a way to persuade you. Like, I can't right. just be like, hey, Simon, would you do this? Certainly cannot ask you... for a favor. Exactly. Right. Never. And then when he doesn't get what he wants, I feel like he was just, it's kind of like, when you're like, if you don't do that, I'm going to punch you right in the fucking face. Right in the face. I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Never punched anyone in the face. Except, like, my brother. That doesn't. He's not a person, so that doesn't count. I did once at a party. <clears throat> it was her birthday, too. I have been punched in the face. But even then, I didn't oh. punch them back. No, you laughed. Did it hurt your nose? Like a fucking no, lunatic. I did. I laughed at them. But Who did that? We've okay, told this story before. Oh, my God, yeah. Have you? Yeah, we have. Robin anyway. got her ass beat at the mall when we were teenagers, and she laughed at the it lady, and she was so mad. The lady was so uh-huh. mad that Robin was laughing was at her. <laughs> yeah. That is such a Robin thing it to do. Fun. I fucking love it. It was fun. There was still an ice skating rink at the mall. Uh-huh. It was a long Love time that. ago. Anyway, I feel like ago. I do. I do feel like it was an empty threat. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even if he wanted to do anything, Maureen wouldn't let him do anything. And if Maureen wasn't determined yeah. enough, I think that Magnus and yeah. the Shadow Hunters. Raphael's just grumpy. Yeah, just in he general. says that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> is Raphael the uh, the council? Does he have the seat on the council? Is that who it is? Uh, he's the representative right now in place of Camellia. Yeah. In, yeah, so he... Or no. So, yeah, he's not going to... I can't... For the vampire. I can't remember without potentially spoiling, so I'm going to say nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember either. So, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just, yeah. They'd be like, you got to be better than that, bro, if you're going to represent your peeps. You're an officer of this company. Exactly. <laughs> Wear your shield with pride. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you guys. We got some more questions. These questions are from Jessica. Um, thank you, Jessica, for taking the time to write in thank and you. do our job for us. Um, <laughs> yes. First question. What do you think Sebastian and Clary's relationship would have looked like had they been raised together? Either if Vitang would have raised them or if or Jocelyn, or both. How do you think it would change? Why did I never think of Vitang raising Clary? Like, I'd I would want crazy. to read that AU. Yeah, I think that would have softened Vitang honestly because of how much she is just like stubborn. Uh huh. I don't think I don't think V-Ting would have been able to control her in the way that he was able to control Jonathan and Jace. Agreed. Um, I don't think he yeah. would have had that power over her, um, especially because she looks like Jocelyn. Um, and I yeah. also because I think V-Ting is a misogynist, and I don't think he would have treated her the same. Uh-huh. I agree yeah. with that. He would have been a pr- she would have been the little princess yeah. or whatever. I mean, he would yeah. have still like trained her and done all of those things and probably been shitty and tried to turn her evil. But I think she would have. I think you're right. Like she would have been daddy's little girl. Uh huh. And then Sebastian. Yeah, that's it. But icky. and okay. he would I use it against icky, the boys. It's true. Because yeah. he would against the boy. Yeah. 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 And Jocelyn right. raising. 
Sebastian. I don't think that... Okay, so Sebastian being who Sebastian is. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Like, nothing's changed. He's still evil. He's still whatever. Yeah. I don't think Jocelyn could have loved him. No. Isn't that sad? But, and then, that way, I don't know if she could have loved Clary as much as she does because she'd feel guilty because it'd be in her face all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would have been a very absentee parent. But Mm -hmm. if that was the case, I think that... Clary and Sebastian would have been very tight because of Agreed. it. Um, right. And especially Clary being the younger sibling, she wouldn't have noticed uh-huh. anything wrong with him or, uh-huh. or wouldn't have cared, right? Because he would be like yes. a god to her because he's older. Um, uh-huh. And I don't think he would have that creepy, like... No, I think he would be really protective because I think you're right, Sister Jocelyn wife. would not have been a good parent to either of them. Um, mm-hmm. And so he would feel protect either whether, you know, feeling, I don't know. But I think we already saw he does have a protectiveness over Clary, a sense of duty. Yes. And I think that that would have still happened and developed. And I think that they would have been super close. Um, he still would have turned out evil, I think. Because, uh, mm-hmm. again, didn't still wouldn't have the, nur- the nurture aspect of it. Um, uh-huh. That would still be missing. And I... I, I Personally, I don't know if I believe that Sebastian has no feelings. No, yeah, I think he has feelings. I, think I don't believe still, that. I think that came out. Yeah, I think there's still all, all of his feelings are a farce. I don't. I don't no. know if I buy into that. I don't either. And so I think that he like still has the capacity to feel. Yeah. And I think that he would have. I don't know how evil he would have been. Like I don't know if he would have been like. Raise evil might not be the right word. I think he would have been very evil, morally gray, mm-hmm. um, or have his own. He would have developed his own moral compass, um, and I think he would have developed that with Clary. I think they they literally would have been glued together. They're only two years apart, and if they grew up in mm-hmm. a, a neglectful household, they would be like glue together. Um, and so I think that. If that were to happen, Clary would inevitably go dark with Sebastian. She would see the world from Sebastian's point of view. Um, and who's mm-hmm. to say Lilith wouldn't just like pop up and be like, hey, yeah, guess what? It's me. I'm your mommy. Yeah. I'll take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore that Jocelyn yeah. uh-huh. check. For sure. Although, and I mean, I'm glad, I guess, like I said, I play, um, like, kind of, like, Fallout video mm-hmm. games or whatever. And as much as it has no impact on my life, I just cannot make morally great decisions in a video game. They have to always be good. I can't do it. I can't oh my do God. it. So, I don't know Love you. if I would want the actual book to be like that, but it'd be an interesting read. You're as, so like, pure. Thank you. Yeah. You're so pure. I love you so uh-huh. much. I accidentally pickpocketed somebody and I had to restart my game. It's like, I can't have that on my record or on Wait, my conscience. Wait, you said that I just reload it. Gotta reload the save. You can't have that. That's In hilarious. Yes. You precious, precious gem. You were so pure. Never let anything happen to you. I'm just kidding. Anyway, I I think it'd be fun to read a little. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) 
Okay. Moving I was going to say something, but I feel like it could be spoilery. Mm. So I'm not going to say it. Okay. But I, I do agree that they would be tight. Like my jeans after Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next question. Do you think Simon and his mother's relationship could have been healthier had he told her in the beginning he was a vampire? Do you think him lying to her is what sent her over the edge? Or do you think that she could have rode the crazy train either? Or she would have rode the crazy train either way. I think, yeah. That is a very good question. Yeah, if he would have taken Luke with him, or Clary, uh huh, Clary, and sat down and mm-hmm. had a conversation with his mom and was honest with her, I think things would have been completely different. If he would have just used those brochures, yep. Okay, <laughs> the brochures were where it I was agree. At. He should yeah. have listened. The dad of all dads gave him brochures. He should have fucking listened. Come on. I think him lying to her made her feel crazier. And it was like gaslighting, like horrifically. the multiple times she got glamored and her memory Mm -hmm. was altered to think that he was, you know, away for school or doing yet, yet this, that, or the other. And before that, he was already acting strange. So that paranoia was, like, built upon, which made yes. her even more, yes. like, suspicious. So, yeah, of course, I, honesty is always the best policy. I don't know if that would have changed anything with him being honest with her about it. You think? If it was just, like, I don't know. I would be interested to know if there's a spell like Magnus could put on her so that she has the sight for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, this is what the world really looks like. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And maybe that would have... She's... I don't know how, but she seemed like she was very chill before. Mm-hmm. But she was also uh-huh. a neglectful mother. Yeah. Rebecca doesn't... Thinks that she's crazy already. Lest, so lest she, we forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I, it's well. And, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are I what's up with all these thought. parents? Why are they all shitty parents? Because well, yeah. it's a well, YA. So my question, yeah. yeah. Like, what do all the other vampires do? Like, do they pretend that they're dead? I think so. yeah, because and they can't go out then the their sunlight. family just sees them in town. Well, because like I guess only with Raphael, he was supposed to stay away from his family, but he couldn't. Um, and so his family basically thinks he's a spirit that comes to visit them. Right. Uh-huh. So I think it's just That's like funny. a, you know, you make your own way. <laughs> yeah, it's what your family believes. Like, because obviously Bryn would be able to come to Kristen and be like, guess what happened? I'm a vampire like, now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bite me, bitch. Yeah. 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 Seemsies. <laughs> There is no way. My kid wouldn't even want to be a vampire without me being a vampire, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this isn't any fun without my yeah, mom. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know if. Well, the, I guess the other thing, too, is Simon's a day later. So he's able to live his vampire, vampy life different. Yeah. Than. Sorry. Most other vampires. Yep, yeah. Mm hmm. Most other vampires. I don't know if that sounded funny when yeah. I said it. Yeah. 
So I feel like he was under the pretense, like he was trying to trick himself into thinking that, like, as we know, like he was like, yeah, I can just leave my normal life because I can walk in the daylight and like everything's kosher. Mm -hmm. But I feel like his mom could tell like his, like something was wrong with his, like he's fucking dead. Like Mm -hmm. I I think she knew something was up. And so maybe him just telling her what it was, maybe that would have stopped it. I just don't know. With her, like, religion and everything else, if she would have been... Her beliefs. Like, mm-hmm. her belief system would have let her be okay with him being around being undead. Mm-hmm. Dead. I think it would have just been um, less of a get away from me, you monster. And uh, this is really sad. I'm sorry. You're going to have to, like, I can't be around you. Mm-hmm. Or if she would have been like, you're still not my son. Like, if you're dead, you're not my son. You died. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. And maybe, yeah. We don't I would know have her to enough that to be able not, to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. But regardless, I think not glamoring her and fucking her. Like, I feel like yeah. that was bad for her regardless of what it was going to be. That made it worse. Yeah, for sure. Yep. All right. Um, if you could change an interaction between characters in this book, what would it be and why? Um... <laughs> So I'm going to read what their securities were, or uh, I'm sorry, what their ideas were. So Alec uh, listening to Camille and getting his jealousy and insecurity and letting his jealousy and insecurities shine, or Izzy reaching out to Jocelyn for support and her parents' separation, or when Jace's mind is temporarily freed and Clary, you know, does the thing, um... Oh, oh, okay. I didn't read the whole... Okay, never mind. (laughs) Let me do this over again. When Jace's mind is temporarily freed and Clary and him had time to plan and instead were horny teenagers. Sorry. Right, right. I did not. I I thought I knew what the rest of that sentence was and I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian admitting he wants to incest you with... (laughs) To get incest you with Clary. Yeah. Get incesty. I love that. It's so gross. Um, none of the above. Obviously, what I would want. Okay, okay, that's not true. I, I would want to change Alec being an idiot, but I would also like to change yeah. Alec and Magnus breaking up. Please. I know it needed to happen, but it makes me sad. Alec really fucked I'm it up. I'm proud of Magnus for that. <laughs> I am like, too. Good for you. We do stand, Magnus. Um, I think my change would be the whole Clary Simon dating thing. Because that's clearly what's made it so I can't get over Simon and the way he, you know, was before. And it just, that was just, I don't know, it felt, there was, there's so much in this story that that seems like such a small thing that it was just weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think for I think for this book, my biggest gripe was Alec behaving this way. It just felt so like even with his immaturity I and jealousy, it just felt so unlike him. However, that being said, he is grieving, and I think that might be playing a part in the internal crisis that was going on with him. Um. Because, again, time is weird in these books. And he just lost his baby brother, mm-hmm. like, who he was responsible for. 
which is important. Yep. Because he's the oldest. So there's a, there's that's a lot of weight, you know, hanging on those shoulders. He was responsible for his baby brother and his baby brother got murdered. Um, that's a lot, you know. And so I, I could see him. I wish we could have focused on making that some poor choices. Um, I realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realize shadow hunters don't look at death the same. But he was a child yeah. still. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I I realized I should have stayed within the book because this I was just thinking in general. Shadowhunters like So I yeah. I mean, okay. I agree about the Alex. Cuz I'm selfish. Oh, you said hi. Okay. Um, cuz I'm selfish. I'm going to say it's option 3, <laughs> Sebastian with Clary. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I love Sebastian. <laughs> right. Okay. You're like, I not it feel went into so the territory of I I can't come back from this and I'd like you to uh-huh. just yeah. reel it back just that little bit much. Exactly. <laughs> just like why? World yeah. domination, mm-hmm. we're totally cool with it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> we can get away from that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. <clears throat> That's a no for me, dog. Well, and it's not even just incesty. It was forceful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it was not okay. It it could have been done yeah. without it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And Absolutely. like I could I, I could even like I could get on board with him being obsessed with her because it's like her own his only like blood family tie because yeah. he's written Jocelyn off. Okay. I could mm-hmm. but like obsessed with to get into her good graces. Right. Okay? Like or yeah. to control and, like, walk her, her on her side and stuff. Well, and, like, yeah. This was just too it was much. Almost, it was weird. Like, Cassandra Clare was just like, I don't want them to like him at all. And I feel like I'm making him too likable. Uh-huh. So let's throw this in there. I mean, Gotta is Gotta throw it, a wrench in it. You, it's, it's been over to, like, the Clary and Jace thing. Like, do we have, like, did we have oh, to bring it yeah. up again? Uh-huh. Okay, that is one of those things... Sandra Claire does write too much incest. It's, yeah. If it happens once in a book series, that's a one-off. But if it happens twice, that's just creepy. Uh-huh. If it happens once, it's too to much. To one person. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, like, you still kept reading with Jason yeah. Clary. I mean, because I felt like I knew it wasn't, like, there's no way that could be true. Right. I don't believe you. Right, because no one would put that in a book, right? (laughs) Right. Exactly. And then they did. And, like, so, like, there's no, like, on this way, the only thing I can think of is, like, he has such, like, he doesn't know what love is. Yeah. I want to know what love Uh is. But I can't really justify this at all. I can't justify it. That's why I want it to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I also just think it was a little just strange. I felt like it would have been, it would have made more sense for his backstory, his character, how V Ting was, and all of those things if his desire was to control her. You know, mm-hmm. to have, oh, I need uh-huh. to keep you safe. You're my responsibility. You have to listen to me. I tell you what to do. You know what I mean? Like that would have made more sense uh-huh. to me. But, mm-hmm. but then also he's love starved and doesn't. Like, have a frame, you know, yes. whatever. So, like, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, no. Obviously not my favorite. 
Um, mm-hmm. But this book, upon reread, this book wasn't as bad as I was expecting, as I had remembered. Yeah, the the apartment wasn't as big of a, I agree. Uh-huh. a thing that I thought it was. I just remember the apartment chapters being, like, those sections just being so boring and being so over it and, like, not wanting to, like, oh, again, we're back with these dipshits. Like, and I don't know why. <laughs> I must have just been feeling some kind of way about them. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Because upon rereading, I was like, this isn't that bad. Like, there's stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, other stuff is going on. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm trying to figure out all the books. I was going to say, I feel like I like this one more than, like, City of Bones. Uh, yeah. Although that yeah. one's, like, sentimental for me, so it's different. <clears throat> uh, okay. But, like, the yeah. plot and stuff, like, yeah. It, here's the thing. I will say this. I was so interested in what happened that I picked up the next book and picked up the next book yeah. and it sent me down a reread of the Shadowhunter shoot, which I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to save it for the podcast. There's so much stuff. I don't remember all the nitty gritty details. It's literally been like 10 years since I've read these books. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And this is the book that made me break that covenant with myself. <laughs> so, there is that to say about City of Lost Souls. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was long, but it's not as long as the next one. Well, so. and it does a good job of pushing you into the next story. Like, you want to be like, uh-huh. but of course, that's a Cassandra Clare thing. She's, a, she's the queen of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. woman knows how to keep you chomping at the bit for the next release. Yeah. What comes uh, next? But I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for Heavenly Fire. I remember it fondly. Mm-hmm. So, okay. fingers crossed. But I do remember I was it also... being just so fucking long. I don't know. Maybe Maybe it's the difference between listening and reading. I don't know. But when I was listening to it, it didn't. Well, and I did one point, like 1.2 it, I guess. That is such a good idea. Mainly because the pace that. of that narrator at that speed is the pace I read in my brain. So mm-hmm. it just felt better to me, I think. Uh-huh. Um, like, I can't do that with, like, Jim Dale. I can't understand what he's saying. That's mm-hmm. got to be at regular speed. I can't do it. So it depends on. I just fucking love that you guys remember their names, all the narrators. Robin does. Like, I was meeting up with Robin somewhere we were getting our nails done or something a few months ago and I showed up and was listening to one of the books I don't even remember what it was and I get out and Robin's like oh you were listening to this narrator which book was it and I was just like bro (laughs) she is yeah she could hear it from outside my car wait how long did it only form of media because I don't really get to watch tv and stuff so I'm into it yeah how long I have a question how long did it take you to where are you in the Harry Potter reread? I have like three hours left of Deathly Hallows. And when did you start that? I listen. I started with Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, okay. Because I didn't have Chamber of Secrets or Sorcerer's Stone. Chamber of Secrets is like my favorite. I was reading that book with William, though. Yeah, he hates it. 
and I am like forcing him to listen to it because I have the um god what is that called it's gonna bug me so I'm gonna go get it okay okay um I've been Andy's unlocked this secret with Lincoln Mm -hmm. that is he wants to watch tv before bed so Andy started just watching like shorts on YouTube, but it's Andy's uh, <gasps> channel, whatever. So after a few videos, like it's like, okay, I'm ready for bed now, because he's just bored. But he that. gets what yeah. he wants. So yeah, just force him to listen to your book, and maybe he'll fall asleep faster. It's the Mina Lima, Mina Lima version ah. of Sorcerer Stone. So it's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, cute beautifully illustrated and like pop-ups and like all the things because I was hoping having like more pictures and stuff would Mm -hmm. entice my kids to like what I like. Mm -hmm. Right. It has thus not worked. Um, so I like reading this physical book because it's beautiful and I have it. I want to get the other ones too. Is that the actual book, or is it a shortened, like, condensed version? It is. Um, it's the actual book. Okay. It has this really pretty cover inside and stuff. Anyway, so I started with Prisoner of Azkaban. Because Chamber of Secrets was the first Harry Potter book I ever read. Mm-hmm. Just started on book two, I guess. I don't know. You um, I want to say it's been, like, a week. Uh-huh. And because each through. of them are like 30 hours long. They, no, I think Prisoner of Azkaban was like 24, 13 hours, 12, something like that. That can't be. And really? And then they get longer. bigger, longer. Um, that is way too But long. I finished Half Blood Prince in like two days. How? Um, she listened for 12 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Into the night. Yeah. Into the night to save I the will day. say, I just want to say, mm-hmm. I don't have to pay as much of attention. Mm-hmm. So, already, like, if yeah. I'm doing something and, like, I'm like, what the fuck did you say? I don't, like, if I'm listening to, like, a new, I will go back because mm-hmm. I want to know. Which is why I put subtitles on the TV, because I want to know every fucking thing that you fucking said. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't have to do that as much with these books, so I'm able to burn through it faster. But I had a vacation day on Monday. I had Friday off. My kids were in school. Mm. Uh, I had Monday off. My kids were in school. We did, like, when I was cooking or cleaning. I was home Sunday. My husband works. Like, I had time to just have my headphones in. Yeah. I like it. I'm on the jealous sea right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I want to get all the other books for these. And I looked into the um, the Mortal Instruments. What the heck? Graphic novels. Oh. Okay. And there's so many of them. It would just be very expensive to get all of them. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, because it's my kid likes to read graphic novels. Not I'm saying that she would like it, but if she did, like this would be the way to get her to read it. She likes graphic novels, and so I was thinking about it. But there's like each of them are like fourteen dollars, and there's uh, like nine or ten of them, and they're still making them. Like that's just too much to invest. Wow. Sorry, I had to Google it. Obviously. Yeah. One handed. 
Okay, interesting. Read sample. Yes, please. I have to show his arms on backwards. That's cute. You made an egg? Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Can you see it? Adorable. A little Van Gogh, the screen. The screen, right? How did you do that? I just painted it. Like, I... You painted yeah, that? Yeah, no I, big I, deal. I rolled the right. I rolled the clay out and baked it, and then I I painted and put Mod Podge over the top. This Get isn't finished. I have to do another coat. Cute. Little, that's adorable. Friends thing. And then this is also only halfway done. I have to do the rest of it. But that's dark night. I love that. I got bored on Saturday, and so I was like, I want to play with clay. <laughs> love that. I'm looking at this graphic novel. I love it. Is it beautiful? It's just so cool. I had no idea that this was a thing. Yeah, it's totally awesome. I wish I could buy them. I dig it. Love this. Yeah. Oh, so what, okay. next week, what are we doing? Melinda's. Yes. Finally. Yes, tell us everything. We're going to do unscripted Chain of Gold. Oh, wow. Next week. So I'm excited. Get your spark notes out. I'm gonna have to reread that book. <laughs> Hone up on your skills with a Z. Yes. And there's no yeah. like it's just you know, chat about it for whatever. Just come hang. Yeah. Uh-huh. I might like drink coffee out of a metal cup on accident. <laughs> you never know. I, I accidentally drank coffee out of a metal cup. I like that. Yeah. And yeah, we've been promising it for a while. Mm-hmm. We need um, a moment, so I feel like this will be a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's good breaking. Yeah, we period. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, everyone. Mm-hmm. I have uh, no brain today, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing to Stick add. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay. Yeah. Make sure to vote on your favorite stickers on our Instagram. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Stick around and let us know which one you like oh jesus yeah nerd dad jokes but um bum all right you guys for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at downworlderdish podcast we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.